Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to be in the house of the Lord again tonight. Praise the Lord. Can we worship him all together? Will we do that right now? Praise the Lord. Will we lift up our voices unto the Lord. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. It's good to feel the presence of the Lord tonight. Praise God. If I could get you tonight, I'll try not to hold you too long, get you to turn your Bibles, if you have a Bible, to the book of Proverbs, chapter 16. Verse 25, Proverbs 16, 25, unlock the book of Proverbs, the book of instructions, praise God. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 16, 25 says, there is a way that seemeth right to a man but the ends there are are the ways of death oh sweet Jesus we thank you tonight for your word Lamb of God I thank you for every person that's here tonight I'm asking tonight that this word will begin to settle over us Lord that you would begin to move and minister in this house we want you to have your way tonight Lord I know this word is going to hit its mark it's not going to return void and we're careful to give you the praise and thanks and the glory, God. Thank you for the anointing that I feel tonight. Do the work, God. Jesus' name, God. Help us to put our guards down. Let your word speak to us tonight, Jesus. Your precious name. Somebody put your Bible down. Begin to praise him, will you? Will you put your Bible down? Will you raise your hands? And as you raise your hands, will you begin to raise your voice? Will you begin to tell him how much you love him, how much you need him? How much you want this word to talk to your heart tonight? Come on, somebody, lift him up. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated tonight. Only you promise not to sit down on me while I preach. Praise the Lord. I uh, want to preach for just a few minutes tonight by the help of the Holy Ghost. All I need is just a dollar or two worth of God. All I need is just a dollar or two, a dollar or two worth of God. Today, there's very few self-service gas stations around if you ever looked around a little bit. It's a place where you didn't have to get out of your car. A lot of us know about it. And uh, you could just pull up, say, fill her up, do what you got to do. I remember as a young man working for a man named Charlie Smith that owned a gas station, and people would pull up there, and I could hear that 
ding, ding, as they run across that little line, you know, that you got stretched across there, and it say ding, ding, and automatically you would get up off of your seat that you was sitting in inside the little bitty office area, or maybe you was back there where they fixed the flats and stuff, and they would pull up, and they would tell you, well, back then, I remember they'd say, give me a couple of dollars worth, and two or three dollars worth of that old Ethel would go a long ways because it didn't cost that much back then. You, you could get gas for like 50 to 75 cents a gallon. It wasn't all that much. Uh, praise God. And you could drive a long ways on two or three dollars worth of God uh, or two or three dollars worth of gas. Excuse me. Praise the Lord. And, and some people say, well, check my tires and look under the hood and all that good stuff. And uh, you know, you know how it is. People just come in there and just want you to do everything. And praise God. And some people say, well, you want me to, I'd say, you want me to wash a windshield? They'd say, well, you don't have to do that. That's all right. Praise God. But can I tell somebody today, you're making the payments on your automobile. You can leave the windshield dirty or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, praise God. If you want to see clearly or not, praise the Lord. You're in control uh, of your life. You're in control of your life. Uh, you may be saying, well, I'm not hurting nobody uh, but myself. Uh, that old gas attendant may say, well, it sounds like uh, you're running a little oil on, you're running a little low on oil. You can always tell when people begin to run low on oil because they get to clicking. In other words, they get to griping and complaining about everything that's going on, griping, complaining about coming to church uh, during revival. Some people don't want to come. Uh, praise God because they think it's just another or oh, Joe. Come on. They think it's just another service. Uh, praise the Lord. But smart people will say, well, uh, if you don't mind, I need you to put just a little oil in there. If we stay full of the Holy Ghost, uh, we won't have to worry about those things that fight us uh, in this revival uh, because we'll be full uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, we won't have to worry about what people are saying, uh, what people are talking about, uh, because we're full uh, of the Holy Ghost. Uh, come on, that job, uh, that thing might click a little bit, uh, but you just go ahead and do it. Uh. Some people say, well, uh, I'll check it later. Uh, I can think I can go just a little bit longer uh, on what I got, uh, but we need a full uh, dose of the Holy Ghost. Some people even say, well, who does this guy think he is telling me what I need? I know what I need. I don't need him telling me what I need. That's how a lot of people are when you begin to tell them about the sin that's in their lives. They, come on. They don't want people to tell them that they need to repent. Be baptized into the name of Jesus for the remission of their sins. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost uh, by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Uh, only God can utter those words that come out of your mouth. Uh, but there's still a lot of people uh, who trust their mechanics. You know why? Because those mechanics have been working on their vehicle for all these years. They trusted him for all these years. Uh, they have confidence in him that he's going to take care of that driver and his family. He's got them and the safety on his mind. 
In church today, it's become like a self-service. I said in church today, it's become like self-service. Uh, you can either fill up uh, or you can get your dollar's worth. Uh, I said you can either fill up uh, or you can get your dollar's worth. Uh, you may tell yourself today, uh, let me feel just enough of Jesus uh, to know that he still loves me uh, and that he has not given up on me. Uh, only need just a little bit, uh, just enough to get me through uh, the next time I walk uh, into the church. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, Scripture tells me in Matthew 10 and 39, uh, he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Praise God, he that receiveth you receiveth me. And him that receiveth me receive him uh, that sent me. Uh, if you want to be totally honest, uh, the ideal of a transformation uh, scares you to death, ma'am. Uh, but you don't have nothing to worry about. Uh, you hear me? I said you don't have nothing to worry about. Uh, we realize that a transformation uh, comes with an overhaul uh, of our lives uh, and our priorities. I'll reach out to him, somebody, will you? Come on, a dollar or two of Jesus ain't going to get you through the storm. A dollar or two of Jesus is not going to get you through what you got to get through. We know that such a radical change would be quite uncomfortable. We realize this transformation comes with the overhaul of our priorities and everything else that's going on in our lives. Uh, and the enemy of your soul uh, has accompanied you in here tonight uh, and he's telling you this is too hard. You can't do this. He's a liar. How the pit of hell don't have the truth in him. Uh, he don't know what's hard uh, and what's easy. Uh, all he wants to do is just keep you on the outside uh, of this church. Uh, he wants you to know that the people in the church love you uh, but he don't want you doing nothing in the church. Uh, he don't want you getting involved. Uh, he don't want you to get the Holy Ghost. Uh, he don't want you baptized in the name of Jesus. Uh, he wants you to sit on the outside uh, of the gate uh, with all your problems, uh, with all your concerns, uh, with all your cares. Uh, but there's a God tonight uh, that said, come on in. Uh, I've got something for you. Uh, and it's more uh, than a dollar's worth of God. Uh, it's all of me. Come on, reach out to it. Woo! He's going to tell you that you got to give up everything. Come on now. You're going to have to give it up anyhow one of these days. You may as well give it up for the Lord. I said this before, what do you got to lose? Uh, I said, what do you got to lose? Uh, your will's got to be God's will. Uh, but the, oh, here you are saying, just give me a dollar's worth of God. Uh, it's enough to let me know uh, that he hadn't discredited my soul uh, or he won't disturb my sleep. Uh, just let me have a cup, oh my goodness, uh, 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 a cup of warm milk uh, to put in the... Woo. 
where I can snooze in the sunshine. I don't want enough to make me give up what I'm doing. I like the pressures. I don't want the transformation. I want the warmth of the womb, but I don't want the new birth. I want a pound of eternity in a paper bag. You just give me a dollar's worth of God. That's all I need. I need just enough to give me the feeling to make me feel good. Only need enough. God, that makes me feel good. When I come to church, the saints are praising you. Uh, they're worshiping you with all their heart. Uh, I like that, God. I like the music. I like the preaching. I like it just enough to ease my conscience. Hello. But I don't want enough to change who I am. I don't want it to make me feel bad about my sins. You just give me a dollar or two and that's sufficient. Uh, thank you, God. Uh, nobody can't tell me that I don't love God. Uh, I do love God. Uh, I'm going to heaven. Uh, I know what I'm doing. Uh, and I'm doing it the way I'm going to do it. And it's nobody else's business. Uh, you give me a dollar's worth of God. Uh, and you don't worry about telling me nothing else uh, that I need. Uh, I can shout with the best of them. Do I really have to speak in tongues? Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. That is the Bible. Can I just lift my hands like everybody else and everything be okay? Yes, you can lift your hands. I wish you would. I wish you would wave your hands in the air uh, because when you lift your hands high like this, you know what that is? That's surrendering to God. When you lift your hands high, I'm not talking about like this. When you lift your hands high in the air, uh, praise God, you are surrendering to God. Uh, come on now, you're saying, God, uh, I need you in my life. Uh, oh, but I hear you saying, I'm just as good as everybody else. Uh, I can live my own rules and my own way. Uh, it's my business. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, but well, Brother Herring, uh, I don't even feel like you're preaching to me, but I am. Uh, I don't feel any conviction. It must not be wrong. It is. <laughs> this must not be for me. It must be for somebody else. Please don't do this tonight. Come on, throw your shovel out there in the aisle tonight. Go ahead, throw your shovel out there in the aisle. We got way too many people that walk in here with shovels. And when the word of God begins to hit them between the eyes, they do this. Are you talking to so-and-so tonight? Uh-uh, I'm talking to you tonight. I said, I'm talking to you tonight. Praise God. Just a dollar or two will be sufficient. Thank you, Lord. Uh, no Phillips, please. It may cost me way uh, too much. The price may too, be too much for me to pay. Uh, so just a couple of dollars worth of God uh, uh, get me through for a while. Uh, here's the facts. When you stand before God, uh, God's going to say, I sent you to the right uh, filling station to get a full uh, checkup. Uh, I wanted you to get a full to the bridge. But you just asked for a dollar's worth. The problem is we've been self-served way too long. You spent way too much time trying to overhaul your own life. You have the self-service manual. 
Bible. But you don't understand the procedures. The procedures are very simple. Repent. Be baptized. Receive the Holy Ghost. You know this is right. You can't fight it. This is life. You've tried to fix things on your own, and now they're broken, and they're still, and you're still saying, God, just give me a dollar's worth. You've been instructed on what you need, but you ignore the warning lights. You know those, I call them idiot lights in your car. Man, this idiot light come on in my car, and I was headed to revival. And I'll never forget it was Mother's Day. And I seen this light blinking on and off. I said, what in the world is that? And I just kept going. And all of a sudden, I said, doo, 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 doo. I said, oh, it's telling me that I got a flat. <laughs> you know what? Those lights flash on all the time, don't they, in our souls? And you know what they say? Stop! Something's wrong. Something's not right. Come on. But you know what we do? We just keep driving on. We just keep driving on. Praise God. And you know what? You, you don't barely got enough to even get you to the house. Barely got enough to get you to the house. And by the time you get home, you drain so low. I said, you drain so low, you don't even have enough power to get you going again. Uh, and you run out. Uh, you don't have enough to get you back to where you can get fixed again. Uh, oh, you got, oh my goodness, you got to be towed back in. Uh, are you going to be jumped out? Uh, come on now, the tow truck has dropped you off in the right place tonight. Uh, you're here. Uh, you don't have to wait for another time uh, or for another opportunity. Uh, God sits you here for a soul check tonight uh, and you gotta say oh my lord uh, you can't say let me do it later uh, but you gotta do it tonight uh, it takes more than a one night stand uh, to pull in once in a while uh, to make sure that you got everything right uh, in your worship uh, all right the right amount of spiritual direction uh, to get you through. Uh, it takes more than once a month uh, to get ready for the long haul uh, and the long drive ahead of you. Uh. Israel came out of Egypt because God sent them a mechanic, a prophet, who had been to school of God and had all the answers in the map to where they needed to go. They did well until they decided they could fix things on their own. They said that we could follow God without any directions from anybody. Come on, you're going to have to have a pastor in your life. You're going to have to have direction in your life. Uh, you need the saints of God to make you strong. Uh, you can't do this on your own. Uh, speaking a bunch of frosty words, uh, I accept Christ as my personal Savior. Uh, it's not going to get you to heaven. Uh, your good works will not get you to heaven. Uh, the Bible speaks against that. Uh, come on, it's not by works. Uh, come on now. But it's by the mercy and the grace of God uh, that he gives you the ability to repent. Uh, come to an altar uh, and confess your sins. Uh, come on to a God uh, that's waiting out here at an altar for you. Uh, he's not looking uh, for you to say uh, a bunch of frosty words uh, telling him that you accept him. That's the first thing you got to do. Uh, it's salvation. Uh, accept that he is Lord Jesus. Uh, come on. 
Second thing you ought to do is repent of your sins. Hello. Praise God. Man, if I'd have just accept Christ as my personal Savior, I wouldn't be standing here tonight. I'd probably be in a grave. Because I was such a horrible drug addict. I said I'd probably be in a grave if I had just accepted him as my personal Savior. But I've had an experience. Everybody in here tonight that's had an experience in Jesus, come on, has been filled with the Holy Ghost, had an experience. A lot of people say, well, I, I just don't understand about that Jesus name baptism. Well, I'm going to tell you, if I married my wife and she hadn't taken on my last name, she wouldn't be none of mine, would she? She, she wouldn't be mine. Hello? It's kind of like going to the store, buying a pair of shoes that don't have tongues in them. It's not much good, is it, when you lace them up? You have to have that little extra, don't you? If I wrote you a check and said, and signed it, Son, because a lot of people get baptized in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. That's not what that scripture said. It'd be baptized into the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And who is that? Jesus. A lot of people read over that and don't even see the name there. Hello. But if I wrote you a check tonight and said, if I wrote you a $10,000 check, $10, check tonight, which my wife could do that for you right now, and I signed it, son, and you went to the bank, you know what they'd say? This check's no good. And if I wrote Father, it's no good. If I wrote Holy Ghost, it's no good. Those are only titles. But if I put the name on it, but if I put the name on it, praise. I said, if I put the name on it, that's what makes it right. Uh, come on, when Jesus looks at you, uh, he's looking to see if your name uh, has been pronounced over him uh, in baptism. Uh, that way you come up newness in life. Uh, but if you've been baptized in a bunch of titles, uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, uh, your sins have not been remitted. Uh, only the name of Jesus uh, can remit your sins. Uh, there's only one name given unto him. Under me and uh, the... there's only one name given unto men whereby we must be saved, and that name is Jesus. There's no other name. I said his name is Jesus. There's no other name. Uh, it's not Jehovah Junior uh, or Jehovah Father uh, or Jehovah Son, uh, but it's Jesus Christ, uh, Lord God Almighty. Uh, what Lord? What faith? What baptism? Uh, in you all, above you all, through you all. Hello. Run out of God, you're going to die. They were on their way, even though they had been in the scrapyard of sin for 400 years, and then the master mechanic pulled them out, reworked them, fixed their broken bodies, fixed them all up. The Lord sent them on the way. Their GPS was a man sent from God. Somewhere on their travels, they failed to keep a check on things, and they ran low in the spirit, and they failed to follow the manual. God gave Moses the manual to fix everything along the way. 
but they failed to let him do a routine checkup on them. Every now and then we need a routine checkup. Moses had the directions, but they wanted to, to program Moses to give them shortcuts. There's no shortcut in this salvation here today. I said, there's no shortcut in this. You're going to have to have this experience. Uh, praise the Lord. I, I, this is not me. It's the Bible. You read about, you read in the book of Acts. You go to the book of John chapter 3 and it says, unless you're born of the, the water and the spirit, you're not even going to see into the kingdom of heaven. So that kills that once saved, always saved theory. That's out the window. I've never found in my Bible where there's Trinity ever. I've never found three gods in my Bible ever. I've read my Bible through and through. I can't tell you how many times. And I've never found three gods. I've found one God. I found the Father to be the Son, the Son to be the Father. Come on. I found where the blood and the Word. Come on. And all that began to agree as being one. Somewhere, somewhere along your travels, you're going to have to check yourself. He had the right thing. Moses had the direction, but they wanted to program for them short because they said, hey, why don't we do it this way? It seems a better way. Unless you're programmed by God, you can count on this. You're going to get lost going in circles just as Israel did you're going to get tired of going in circles are you tired of going in circles are you tired of the same old same old come on you don't have to worry about this don't don't come here about I've got all this in my life and, and I've got so much junk and I'm so jungled in my mind and I've got too many things going on right now to let God be God in my life to be baptized in Jesus name receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost listen my God knows how to work all that out you hear me when I got the Holy Ghost, I was just losing my job. You hear me? I said I was just losing my job when I got the Holy Ghost. But a week later, God gave me five apartment complexes to paint. Five apartment complexes to paint. That got me through a long time. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, don't worry about all the things that's going on in your life. Uh, just get up and come to this altar tonight uh, and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. Uh, you already know how good and sweet he is. Uh, but you need to obey and come on uh, praise God they told Moses uh, we know the commandments we know uh, what we need uh, we know where we're going uh, and we think we're going to turn back because it's a little easier uh, you might have help you might have a Bible and I'm sure you do and you might know some things about this Bible but I want you to know if you don't obey what it says in the Bible you're going to have a breakdown in your life you need a complete overhaul. Totally. You're in the junkyard of sin and bondage. You've got a broken down life. Oh, I know everything looks good on the exterior, but there's so many things going on in your life right now. Praise the Lord. And the only one that can take care of all these struggles and the everyday thing that you're going through and the just barely being able to survive is God. And $3 or $2 or $1 of God is not going to be enough. You need to repent. Uh, you got to turn from your sins. Uh, there's truth. That... Let's hear the truth. 
You'll never make the journey without the truth. You can go through life aimlessly, never getting what you need. Along the way, there's going to be traffic jams. There's going to be false detours along the way. There's no shortcuts to heaven. If you don't have more than what you've got now, you're in a major breakdown. You're looking for a major breakdown somewhere along the way. I'm not a shade tree preacher. I'm not here to tell you everything's okay in your life and pat you on your back and say, you're okay, you're going to heaven. Not me. Uh-uh. No, sir. If you came in here broke, you're in the right place tonight because there's all the parts to fix your life. There's every part in this service to fix your life tonight. You can have the overhaul, praise God, that your soul desires. Uh, come on, you can get out of the junkyard of sin and bondage tonight. Uh, Jesus has what you need to make it along this journey. Uh, if that's what you want tonight, praise God. He's not going to push it on you if you don't want it. If you're here for just a patch up, the Lord don't do patch ups here. He does overhauls. You can't buy a couple of dollars worth of Jesus in this church. This is not a self-service church. This is an Acts 2 this is Acts 2 and 38 station that runs full of the Holy Ghost. It has prayer to give you power. It has fasting to give you that extra boost. You know, they talk about all that extra stuff. They put in the gas to give you extra boost. Well, that fasting can give you that extra boost that you need. He had, oh my goodness, there's love here that are taking a broken down show and restore it back to brand new to night. Uh, there's no self-service here in this church. Come on, I believe you come off to for a checkup. We fill up every surface and every, and even in between. You know who's always going to be truthful with us and help us to fix our problems? There's no fit with a little feel-good message. We still believe it takes the whole if you want to make this journey, you will have to have more than a couple of dollars worth of Jesus. How do you know that? You ought to say, preacher, I need to fill up. I have a long journey ahead of me. Check me over good because I don't need any breakdowns along the way. I said, I don't need any breakdowns along the way. Come on, it's here. You need more than just a dollar's worth. Uh, come on, that's just a dollar's worth. That won't even get you even a gallon of gas now. It takes $3 just for a gallon. All that's going to do is just nothing. Kind of like that guy pulled up beside me and my wife, and the gas station was just staring him right in the face. He pulled up, and he said, I'm just to run out of gas. And I said, Okay. He said, you think you got a dollar or two? I said, there's a gas station right over there, sir. If you was supposed to run out of gas, you shouldn't have come in this parking lot. You should have just put it, put it right on just another block right there. I said, I'm looking at the sign right there. Hello. I know where you can get you a full tank tonight. You know what grace is pursuing you? 
Grace has been dogging your steps. It's been speaking to you, calling to you, beckoning you, and asking you to come. That's what grace has been doing. It's been asking you to come. Come on, come on. It's been asking you to come. Grace is where you abandon your crippled past. You have to let go of your crippled past to experience the wonders of what the king offers you tonight. I want you to know today that the king cherishes you and he's got value in you and he delights in you. He's not stuck with you. His grace has summoned you. He's chosen you. Come on. He chose to die for you on old Calvary's cross. And I'm getting done. Could you come and start playing lightly, sister? You are not born to be depressed. You are not born to be discouraged. You are not born to be lost. Because according to John 10, 10, it says that, he might, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He's come to give you life. Come on. God is offering you a permanent place in his kingdom. Not a feel good that fades away but a relationship that lasts through all the seasons of life. Anything you need. Well, grace has got what you need today. Will you come to this altar? Come on. Will you come? Come on, this is the altar call right now. Will you come? Will you open up to God today? Will you come and open up to God tonight? Come on, this altar's open. Will you come? You can have what you want. You can have what you've been looking for. Will you come? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, you're going to have to come and let God do what he wants to do for you tonight. You can't sit back, but you're going to have to come and let him have full reign of your life tonight. Me. You need to let him have full reign in your life. Way too many of us come in here just for a dollar's worth of God and walk back out and shout, hoop, and holler, and run, and all that. But we really didn't get a good tank full of what we really need. Ma'am, I promise you tonight if you'll come and give your life to, to the Lord and let him have his way with you tonight, he'll change everything about you. All those problems, all that stuff that's in your mind, all that stuff that's in your head, God will take all that away. He'll, he'll help you.